Welcome back to the Mackinac on Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jarris Corrup. And the Republicans, uh, despite being in the minority in the House and Senate in Michigan, scored a win recently by getting the income tax to be uh, lowered in Michigan uh, based off an automatic trigger in the law. Uh, Governor Whitmer and the Democrats uh, put forward a plan to to try and prevent that from happening. Uh, but the Republicans succeeded in reducing the income tax despite not being in the, ma- the majority. We're joined by the House Minority Leader, Matt Hall, uh, to explain exactly what transpired. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. So give us some background here. Uh, ex- what exactly happened? What was Whitmer proposing? And uh, how did you guys uh, manage to stop it? Well, um, you know, the Democrats put forward uh, their tax plan after, you know, Governor Whitmer uh, vetoed um, an income tax cut and a a bill that I put on our desk. It would have lowered the income tax. It would have expanded the earned income tax credit for working families, and it would have given a broad tax cut for all seniors. She vetoed that bill. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they came forward this term because they wanted a bill that uh, the Democrats got credit for. And they proposed um, uh, a pension tax cut for people with pensions. And they proposed um, expanding this earned income tax credit. And um, then what they originally did is they proposed giving $800 million dollars to a corporation, which we later found out was going to be for this Ford deal. So mm-hmm. what uh, what they were doing there, um, we, so we started looking at it and saying, why are they taking this $800 million and trying to give it to Ford? So as we looked at it, we looked, what they were doing is, um, so when the Republicans were in power in 2015, they put a law in place that said if the state government collects more than 40% over inflation into the general fund in a year over the last year, it would trigger an automatic income tax cut uh, Mm -hmm. that would be permanent. And the reason they did that is because, again, think about that. You're collecting 40% more than the year before. That Mm -hmm. means government collecting is growing by an enormous number. And so if that's happening, it's reasonable to cut the income tax. Yep. So we um, so that law was in place. So Governor Whitmer saw that those circumstances, according to House Fiscal and Senate Fiscal, in their recent um, revenue estimating conference, they announced those circumstances have been met this year. And so they were projecting that the income tax was going to go from 4.25 in Michigan and roll back to 4.05 and be permanent. So Whitmer came up with this scheme. If we... If we go back in time and we use this accounting trick and we divert $800 million from the general fund and we give it to Ford, um, that will yeah. that will eliminate mm-hmm. this income tax cut. And so Senator Nesbitt uh, and I found out about that, uh, and we sounded the alarm, and a lot of organizations uh, like the Small Business Association of Michigan uh, raised this issue heavily um, and it, it created a, a grassroots outrage um, in, around the Capitol, and uh, we were successful in stopping that effort and ultimately uh, leading to uh, this income tax rollback happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I saw that the earliest coverage when this first got brought up, one of your colleagues on the Democratic side in the House, uh, she was asked by the media, you know, what what do you 
or do you guys have any plans to prevent that income tax cut? And she she called it uh, political suicide. And then weeks <laughs> later, uh, this this was starting to happen. Um, I, I you know I don't want you to speculate on motives, but how do you hold all the Democrats together on something that says instead of cutting the income tax for everyone, we're going to shift a billion dollars mm-hmm. to a corporate welfare select incentive fund? I mean, they they mm-hmm. ultimately held together everyone except one. How does that happen with today's Democratic Party? Is this people don't understand that? Uh, it's 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 just crazy to me. Yeah, well, you know, I'll say that the, their first plan was to shift it all to uh, a fund that would send it to Ford. Mm-hmm. And and I think you're exactly right. I mean, when we exposed what they were doing, they were taking a tax cut for every single taxpayer across the state. And they were um, in every small business across the state. And they were they were shifting it to a tax cut for Ford. That's what they were trying to do. Um you know, not, most of these Democrats didn't even run to uh, to just give money to Ford at the expense of taxpayers. So, you know, we sounded the alarms. Uh, the Small Business Association of Michigan sounded the alarms. Um, and what ended up happening is Whitmer came, dropped that plan and came up with a new plan uh, where Whitmer was going to then instead um, give $180 one-time checks uh, to each each uh, filer in Michigan, um, and then use that to undo this permanent income tax. And mm-hmm. so then we went back to it and said, "Wait a minute, um, a one-time check is not a good trade for a permanent income tax cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a good trade." And so ultimately, um, you know, the Democrats. Uh, that gave the Democrats a little bit of cover so they could at least say, well, it's a one-time check you're going to get. Um, but, you know, there was still a lot of outrage because most people get that. Why would I take a check one time in exchange for a permanent income tax cut for the rest of time? Um, that was a bad trade. And, and fortunately, the Republicans held together and we used some procedural tactics to block uh, this bill. And therefore, um, the the income tax cut is going to happen. Although I will say, if you watch some of Governor Whitmer's comments, um, she's still trying to keep that door open to figure out how can I how can I manipulate the law um, to take this tax cut away from the people of Michigan, or at least make it one year. Mm-hmm. And if yes. she does that, it's just plain violation of the law. I mean, you look at every single person. Talk to Governor Snyder. You look at the bill analyses at the time this bill was passed. This is a permanent tax cut. Once this tax cut goes down to 4.05, yep. it's permanent. Yep. And, and Governor Whitmer can't come in and just say, I declare this one year. And if she does that, there will be outrage across the state because she's taking money away from the pockets of the taxpayers of this state and holding it against the law. And we'll continue to fight her if she does that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Mackinac Center Legal Foundation was uh, is very excited to um, take that on if something like that happens. Um, I've been interested, kind of, in the the media coverage of this as well. Um, you know, some of it's this esoteric kind of internal fight. But I did, um, you know, like you mentioned. So we had several times where. Um, a bipartisan in the in, but at a time when Republicans had the House and Senate 
said they put together a package that would cut the income tax, but it would it was tied in with a higher EITC. It was it was a reduction in retirement. Uh, taxes on retiree income, that type of thing. And then this time around, I was talking with somebody in the media where they were asking kind of our take on this. And I was like, why is the governor so, where they're so close and you have a lot of bipartisan support for every part of the package. And it all comes down to, do you want the money to be a one-time re- reduction or a permanent cut to the income tax? And the media person I was talking to said, well, you know, she's really worried about the future budget and what kind of budget problem this can have. But part of the governor's budget is she wants this permanent fund of going to corporate incentives, mm-hmm. of corporate welfare. And I just asked the question, why is that not causing problems for the future budget, uh, the permanent fund for corporate incentives versus a cut to the income tax? I, I don't understand the difference. And do you have any read on why some members of, I guess, both parties really— um, are more preferential to corporate incentives than, than income tax cuts. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess my sense of when I, when I you know, I was the chairman of the tax committee last term in the House when the Republicans were in control. And, and so I've been involved in negotiating a lot of these tax issues with Democrats. And I will just say when, when it's a tax cut that they support, uh, because it goes to a group that is part of their constituency, mm-hmm. then they never talk about the revenue impact. Um, <laughs> right. I've never heard them bring up the revenue impact of, uh, you know, this earned income tax credit uh, that goes to lower income families. I've never heard, you know, when it was the pension tax and it was only a tax cut for people with public pensions, they yeah. never talked about the revenue impact. Um it's only when we talk about broad tax cuts that help small businesses and help every taxpayer in the state where they start bringing up these arguments. And I'll point out, um, recently, the Democrats introduced a bill that would, uh, that would make it so that uh, the, the taxpayers of Michigan are, are subsidizing union dues. Um, so if for, for the yep. 14% of workers yep. in our state that are members of unions, yep. Uh, not only would it allow their union dues to be deducted on their taxes, but it's a refundable tax credit. So that means if their if their tax uh, credit exceeds their tax liability, the taxpayers will be writing them a check mm-hmm. to pay for their union dues. Okay. Yeah. Well, no one no one in the Democrat Party has brought up the revenue impact of that. Right. I mean that's absurd. Um, and so it's only when we try to do broad-based, fair tax policy that doesn't favor preferential groups of the Democrat constituency that they care about the revenue impact. And that's why I dismiss a lot of that. I mean, we have a $9 billion surplus when Whitmer started this year. Um, we can afford to give six or $700 million a year back to the taxpayers in Michigan. Amen to that. And, you know, if she tries to find some way to not make this permanent, You guys can remind everybody about how she raised the income tax while she was in office. (laughs) Uh, Leader Hall, we've got to leave it there. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate your perspective on that. Thank you for having me. And we'll be back after a brief break with more of the Mackinac Michigan Show here on WJR. WJR.